Hey, what is up, everybody? This is your boy, AJ Triff, and welcome to the game according to me. This is our NBA 2022-2023 season preview and predictions episode. We're going to go through um, each of the awards that we'll be giving out at the end of the year. We're going to go through um, the conference um, team but conference by conference and what order I'm predicting each team to go through. I'm going to give you my predictions of who I think we're going to meet in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals and then in the NBA Finals. So, make sure you, you are sit back, relaxing, whatever you're doing, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to this on whatever podcast platform you desire. This should be a good thing because tonight, Tuesday, October 18th, is the start of the NBA season. Gonna be a good one. So actually, I think I will start with giving you the um, order in which I think teams will finish. Let's start in the Eastern Conference. Start with Philadelphia 76ers at one. James Harden is back. Um, along with Embiid, I think Tyrese Maxey is gonna be a big uh, a big upgrade this year. He's gonna be more of a um, more of a um, force to be reckoned with in 76ers. And then they picked up P.J. Tucker from Miami. Uh, so I think the Philadelphia 76ers are going to be extremely good this year. I think they're going to be extremely dominant. And I was expecting them to be number one in the Eastern Conference. Number two is the Milwaukee Bucks. I think Giannis uh, and the crew are going to just be what they've always been. And that's uh, just incredible. Um, I think... Um, Coming off of the injury in the playoffs, um, they're going to get back um, Chris Middleton and uh, Drew Holiday still there, and I think those three are going to keep it up and keep it up what they've been doing. And I think a lot of people um, still think that this is the uh, Milwaukee's conference because as long as Giannis is in that conference, it's going to be tough to stop him. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see. But the Milwaukee Bucks at number two. The Boston Celtics at three. I think even with all of the turmoil coming on from Ime Udoka's you know, suspension for improper conduct with a uh, with a um, an employee, uh, I think this team is still good. I don't think that's going to bring this team down a lot. They've added Malcolm Brogdon in an off season. Um, we'll see what happens then. If he, Starts or if he comes off the bench, either way, I think it's a it's a good pickup for the Boston Celtics, and I think they're gonna I think they're going to uh, not let this affect them. I think they're going to end up um, with the third seed. Um, I have the Brooklyn Nets at four. Obviously, we know what happened. They're going to get back Joe Harris, who missed a, a ton of last year with an injury. Um, ben Simmons is now going to be um, playing. Uh, he, he and he told Stephen A. Smith that he is he is ready. For um, he he is ready for this year, and he's gonna come back. And he's speaking a lot more. And he's talking about, do you guys really think there's a, a video of him uh, shooting an air ball in the record park? And he's you know saying, do you guys really think I'm gonna shoot air balls all year round? So yeah, uh, he, he's looking back, and I think he's gonna, gonna be a an interesting thing. I think I think their their lineup is gonna be very very interesting to see how they. How they play um, and where and where and where does each one play? Because you know that's a big lineup. That's a big lineup you're talking about here. Um, 
you know, in the front court because they're gonna. I'm not sure who their center is gonna be, but they're gonna have six, uh, six eleven, uh, Kevin Durant, and they're gonna have you know six ten, uh, Ben Simmons in the front court. You know, wow, they're gonna make up for the small backcourt that they're probably gonna have, but like six foot Kyrie Irving and six foot um, somebody else probably. Uh, so you can see they lost. Um, Blake Griffin, he went to the Boston Celtics, you know, as a backup. So, um, but I still think that there'll be a, there'll be something. This is not going to be the team that it was where they was just, um, you know, a, a bunch of mess. But I don't think they're going to be the best team uh, coming out of the East. But I have them Brooklyn next at four, meaning they'll get home court advantage, uh, you know, in the first round of the playoffs, and they're going to be outside of that. Um, outside of that playing game. And Cleveland Cavaliers at five. They've made the trade for Donovan Mitchell. Uh, and they still have uh, Darius Garland there, uh, Evan Mobley, uh, Jared Allen. So uh, this is a team that's young and athletic. And I know that sounds like, you know, Typical NBA talk, but no, this is really true with them. Young, athletic, long, and um, so these guys are gonna, I think, are gonna make a an absolute noise in the Eastern Conference, and that's why I have them as a fifth. But I would not be surprised even if they move up and in, uh, in, uh, into the thing, and they win, they win, you know, they win the Central Division. Actually, uh, obviously, I got the Milwaukee Bucks doing that, but. It wouldn't be a surprise to me if that actually did happen. So uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a, a really interesting one for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Six, I have the Miami Heat. You mentioned P.J. Tucker earlier. He has been lost, um, but uh, Tyler Hero is back, uh, and I think he's gonna be actually be started starting this year, which I think is probably maybe a little bit better. You give him some more scoring. Uh, I think they're, you know, Pete, you know, as uh, Jimmy Butler, who's got a weird, weird, wild haircut uh, this year, and I don't know how long that's gonna last. And, but uh, he's he's uh, coming back, and as they uh, looking to uh, avenge their loss in uh, in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, and looking to move on to the back to the NBA Finals uh, they did a couple years ago and doing the bubble. So I think this team is still gonna be. Uh, this team is gonna be tough. This is gonna be a tough out. The Eastern Conference is no joke, and the Miami Heat, which is a very good team, is at six. I have my six. You know that is going to be this. Uh, it's gonna be fantastic um, to see what they do and see if they can actually move up in uh, in the rankings. But right now, I have them at six. The Detroit Pistons, I have at seven. Now we're getting into the playing teams, right? Seven plays ten. Eight plays nine. Um, and I have the Detroit Pistons at seven. I think this is a surprise team. I think Cade Cunningham is going to step into his own. They got the rookie Jaden Ivory. I, I, uh, yeah, Jaden Ivy. Uh, that they drafted this year. Uh, and I, th I just think this is a team that is going to surprise and is going to, you know, be a thorn in the side of everyone in the Eastern Conference. Everyone, and I think they're going to steal and win some games, and I think they, uh, their, their youth uh, is going to not 
he's going to keep them from winning some games, but I think they're going to win enough games that they'll make it into the playoffs and make it into the playing game. So that's going to be something to watch. Number eight, I have as the Atlanta Hawks. Um, they, they've got Deontay Murray, who they got from San Antonio. Uh, Trey Young is still Trey Young, and I think Trey Young uh, kind of had a down year last year, but I think he should have a better one this year, get back on track, get someone running with him. I also think that he gets someone to handle the, the ball handling. Now, I know that Trey Young, he's a, he's a good scoring and assist guy, but maybe, you know, handling the ball to his mouth, he can do some running off screens and, you know, spot up for threes and things like that. I think it might help him, get, you know, um, become more of an effective player, having Deontay Murray there to handle the balls. They still have Clint Capella in the middle. I um, believe they have, uh, still have John Collins there. They did not trade him. Let me quickly make a quick check and see. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, they still got John Collins there, and they still have some. Some some other girls there. Um, they they lost Kevin Holter in the offseason, unfortunately. Um, but I think if DeAndre Hunter um, can become as good of a player as everybody thought he could be a couple of years ago when the Hawks did the East Conference Finals in 2021, I think that they'll be a okay and they'll be. In the, in the playing game, and maybe even can make the playoffs. Nine is my Chicago Bulls. I think they take a drop this year. Lonzo Ball um, missing at least, well, he's going to miss some time because he's going to be out the first four to six weeks of the season, and it's not like he's going to come back after that. Then they're going to reevaluate him and see what it is. So he could miss more time. He can maybe miss more the season. Now they picked up Gordon Dragic in the offseason to help out in the backcourt. Uh, there's also going to be uh, the rookie from last year, Ayo DeSumo. Uh, he's probably going to get more time. Uh, and they still have Kobe White there, one of their first round picks from years ago. But I think he's going to be more of a shooting guard coming off the bench. Uh, I would expect uh, Alex Caruso maybe to start as well, either him or Gordon Dragic at that point guard position. Uh, Zach Levine is back, signing much of your contract. We got DeMar DeRozan. Can he have the year that he, again that he had last year? It's going to be tough to think about that if he's an, a, a, more of an older player. Um, that we'll see about that. Uh, they, everybody thinks that this is about Pat Williams. Like can Pat Williams, you know, become? Can, you know, can he start to elevate and hit, try to hit his ceiling? A lot of people say that maybe he could be as a a um, a Kawhi Leonard type of of um, you know a game, and can he you know can he become that type of player? We're gonna see. In my opinion, they should have traded him in the offseason. They should have got uh, Christian Wood, uh, especially before Dallas gave up for Christian Wood. It should they should have went up to Christian Wood, got a real power forward who can shoot from the outside, who can maybe guard some of the. Um, taller guys because it's part of the six seven is not going to guard Ben Simmons, is not going to guard Kevin Durant, is not going to guard uh, um, um, Giannis. He's not going to guard those guys, he's, he's not going to slow them down. Pierre, Pierre um, um, uh, Christian Wood, who's you know, 6'10, could at least slow him. He may not be able to guard him, but he can at least slow him down. So that was, I thought that was a bad one. 
Uh, they, they still maybe could do something because Indiana still has a couple of their guys there and could do Miles Turner. And if they don't go out to the Lakers, maybe maybe you could trade Pax Williams and get Miles Turner. But and and they sent Andre uh, Andre German to help as a backup center, help with the interior defense. Um, Rudy Gobert maybe could have been another one they could get, but it was too much for Minnesota. So too much for too too many picks that the Minnesota gave up for him. So. But I think the Chicago Bulls are going to drop this year. I think they're going to drop to nine, and they're going to be in their playoff game. And uh, we'll have to see what happens there, see if they can get past the playoff game. So it's not a series. It's just a one-game shot. And they're in the bracket where um, they're in the bracket that um, I think they get a uh, – they would have to face another one, right, because – I think it's right. Uh, I, I hate this fucking plan. They got to stop this because you don't even know what it is. So seven faces ten, eight faces nine. So I think what happens is if so, the Pistons, Detroit beats the Pistons, right? Then they're in. So and then eight will face nine, and if eight can beat nine. Then eight faces off against ten or something like that, or whatever. It's just it's so stupid. It really is. I don't know why they they have this playing thing. It's just and then uh, I got more to say about the goddamn tournaments that they're trying to do. Why are they trying to fuck up my basketball? Why are they trying to fuck up my NBA? Uh, anyway, I, uh, the South Bulls are going to be in the playoff game in the ninth seed, according to me. Ten, the Charlotte Hornets. Now they're going to start the season off with Lamella Ball. He's going to be um, not available for them, but I think when he comes back, this should be a team that should be on its way up. Finally, um, now they now they now this I think this should be the start of their 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 way to to maybe more than what you like to see. Um, Gordon Hayward comes back. And he's going to have some stuff. Cody Martin, um, you have to you have to be one of the major players to help Charlotte this season. Um, they, 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 it's amazing that they hired back the coach, Steve Clifford, that they fired back in 2018. So I, I just don't know what's going on. Um, they got a lot of things going on. Some the one of the guys just got arrested uh, a couple of days ago on a DUI, which that sucks. And and they've got um, Miles Bridges. He facing felony domestic violence charges. So uh, it's it, it is just it's amazing. They signed Montrez Harold. He uh, he's in there. But and so there's a lot of things that are going on, a lot of turmoils in this, in, in, within this team, just like the Boston Celtics, maybe a little bit more worse as it comes to, like, the stuff with the domestic violence charges, things like that. So, um, But I think their talent should overcome that, and I think they should make it into the 10th spot um, as the, the playoff team for the Eastern Conference. For the 11, I have the Toronto Raptors. And I think it, 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 this is a tough one. I think 
I was trying to think who should be ten. Should it be the Hornets or the Raptors? I just picked the Raptors. I, I, I just picked the Hornets because I, I think the Lamelo Ball is a you know superstar in the making, and I thought that he would be you know more of the he you know his play could elevate the Hornets and make him into that tenth spot. But listen, the, the Raptors still have a lot of their guys. They still have Scotty Barnes. They still you know they still have um, Fred Van. Vleet, they still have those guys there, so this should be, I think the Toronto Raptors could also maybe even step up and make it, and don't even be in the play-in, they could be in the actual playoffs, like in the high as a six seed, I think that's the, they can, they can get as high as a six seed, now, uh, there's always going to be a lot of um, things that they are going to do, so, but the one of the things that I think Toronto has is size. 14 players on their roster. 14 players on their roster, right? Nine of those are six foot seven, six foot eight, or six foot nine. A they have a lot of great size, right? But I think one of the things is, is maybe they don't have that definitive center. Sometimes they like to play uh, six foot eight, Pascal Siakam. They like to play him in center, and that's just and I, I hate that. I hate the small ball type of thing. Centers need to be 6'10", 6'11", you know, 7 feet tall, those type of things. Playing somebody 6'8", at center, no matter how good they, they are, uh, it, it's it's just it's, it's just dumb. And that's something that they, they needs to – it's something that I, I really hate about this type of, you know, league basketball. Like, I'm all, I'm all for having guys who are 6'6", six, six and 6'7", six, 6'8", six, and, you know, because that's good. You're long and you're athletic. They go with that phrase again. I love that, but I also hate the fact that then comes a time when you you know you go up against Embiid and you have nobody there, and Embiid can just shoot, turn around and shoot over you because you got somebody six eight guarding. So I, I, I'm not a big fan of that, but I, I think they're gonna have good things going on with their defense. They're going to have good things going on with their offense. And I think it probably does come down to Scotty Barnes, who, who you know, can he improve and become into a star, maybe even a superstar? Um, you know, their defense is going to be um, pretty good, and I think that's going to keep them in games. But I just, I just don't know if they're going to have the same success as they did last year. Um, and for me, I think that's going to have to, you know, I think that's going to cost them a whole lot of games. I think that's why they're going to just miss out on the playoffs and be the, the, the 11th seed. 12, the New York Knicks. Um, they signed Jalen Brunson. They was looking to get... Uh, the um the guy from Utah, um, but they didn't they you know they didn't get him. Cleveland got him, uh, Donovan Mitchell, and they just didn't you know and and they just didn't make a lot of other moves that makes it seem like that they're going to be a a competitor for the playoffs and uh, that's why I got these guys outside the playoffs at twelve. I just don't think they did enough to suffice um, the team and I think unfortunately this might be. Uh, Coach uh, Coach Tibbs last year in New York City.
I have 13. I have the Orlando Magic. A lot of young guys there. Some of the guys they got from the Bulls and the in the Nikola Vucevic shade, like um, Wendell Carter. I think he's still playing good. And of course, they got the number one pick, Paolo Banchero, out uh, out there. And then they have a whole bunch of other things. Um, watch his face. The other former first round pick from the Phillies, Markel Folks. He seemed to have uh, found a home down there in, in Orlando. So I, I think it's good, but I, I think this is a young team that is just just there. They, they need one more piece to get them there, um, but they're, they're going to miss the playoffs, and they're going to be 13. Indiana, instead of 14, listen, they've, like I said, they, I think there's, there's one more thing they're looking to do, and they're looking to get rid of uh, Miles Turner. And I think whether it's, to the Lakers for Russell Westbrook, or whether it's it's uh, someplace else. When that trade happens, they're just going to be down, and they're going to be looking to try to get that that guy from France, the seven for three guy, who can apparently, you know, play like you know Chris Paul <laughs> from seven for three. So it's going to be amazing. But I don't think they have enough to even compete, and that's. Uh, but uh, they're not going to be the worst team in the East. The worst team in the East. It's going to be the Washington Wizards. And I think once they start to really lose, they're going to trade Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal will be traded somewhere. Um, they will end up being the worst team in the Eastern Conference. And uh, they'll be fighting for the, uh, one, one of those top four picks in the NBA draft come 2023. And that, my friends, is the Eastern Conference. Next. Obviously, the Western Conference. Okay, so I started. I started later than I wanted to. So let's try to pick up the pace here. Uh, so in the Western Conference, I have one. I have the L.A. Clippers. I love the fact that John Wall is there. Kawhi Leonard is coming back. There, there was a really good team last year without those two. I think now with these two in it. They should be even better. Have them as the number one seed. Number two, the Golden State Warriors. Now people are worried about the whole Draymond Green, Jordan Poole situation. Will these two bring down this team? I don't think Steve Kerr's gonna let it happen. I don't think Steph is gonna let it happen. I don't think Clay's gonna let that happen. And there might be a possibility where even where maybe Draymond Green is traded by the trade deadline as well. So we have to wait and see. But I have the Golden State Warriors at two. Three, I have the Memphis Grizzlies. I think this is a year that maybe John Morant turns into a superstar. He he turns into the person that Derrick Rose should have been before his injury. Uh, and uh, so I had the Memphis Grizzlies at three. The New Orleans Pelicans as surprise at four. I think uh, with uh, Brandon Ingram being a, being a star, CJ McCollum coming down there playing the point, and I think now with Zion Williamson being healthy. Um, and if he stays healthy, and I think this team is going to surprise a lot of teams, and I have them in the fourth spot. The Dallas Mavericks at five. I mentioned earlier they they made a good trade, a great trade for Christian Wood from the Houston Rockets. Uh, I think that's going to him and uh, him and Luca are going to play pick and roll all day, pick and pop, and they're just going to be a fantastic duo. I have the Dallas Mavericks at five, six. I have the Phoenix Suns. I have the Phoenix Suns. Uh, be there, I think they're gonna drop down very low this year. Uh, John J. Aiden uh, hadn't talked to Monty Williams for the entire offseason since Game Seven. I hope they've talked since then. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I just I think I really like them. Um, but I'm not don't like them as enough as I do the other teams to put them ahead of them. So I have them Phoenix Suns at six. Um, the Los Angeles Lakers at seven. Can it help? Can AD stay healthy? Can LeBron stay healthy? LeBron's had injuries ever since uh, he's come to LA. Um, what, what can, can can Russ and um, and uh, the the guy that's that's just ridiculous, um, uh, Travis B- Patrick Beverly? Can you know? Can they get along? Uh, will Russ be traded? Can they, they? You know, things like that. A whole bunch of questions for the LA Lakers, uh, but I have them at the seventh spot. The Minnesota Timberwolves at eight. I have those. I think they're going to be um, um, back in the playoffs, and uh, they'll be in the uh, in the play-in game. And I think you know they've got Rudy Gobert. They're going to have the twin towers. We'll see how they plays off. Um, they play together. You know, maybe how to see like that. Um, yeah, they did lose Patrick Beverly. He's going. They traded him to um, the Lakers. So uh, we'll see what goes down. But uh, you know. Anthony Edwards is a blooming superstar, and uh, DeAndre uh, D'Angelo, um, um, whatever uh, the point guard. I can't think of his last name right now. I'm sorry, I'm old. This happens to when you're old. You forget names. Um, D'Angelo Russell. I, I think you know. You know, if he steps up and everything like that, I think this could be. I think really they could probably even jump up into the regular playoffs. But right now, I have them. As the eighth seed, the ninth seed, the Denver Nuggets. Jamal Murray is back, the two-time reigning MVP. Um, Nikola Djokovic is uh, is uh, is there. Um, so yeah, we, uh, Michael Porter Jr. is going to come back, um, but you never know with him if he's you know can he stay healthy and things like that. So, but I have them at nine. I have the San Antonio Spurs at ten. I just think Pop is going to try to get this team into the uh, into the playing game and and and, I, and that's because I don't like a lot of the other teams afterwards. I don't like the Portland Trail Blazers. I have them at 11. Uh, even with Damian Lillard there, I think they're just, just gonna, they're going they're going to be a team that just cannot get it done. He, uh, you know, and I would not be surprised if Damian Lillard gets traded uh, in this uh, in this off season. But it's gonna have to be uh, not obviously, but this season, middle season. But uh, it's gonna be a tough road to hoe for the Portland Trailblazers. The Sacramento Kings at twelve. You know they last year traded for Devonto Summers, uh, Sabonis. You know can he help this uh, team, uh, young team, get uh, get better? We have to wait and see. Oklahoma City thirty at thirteen. Chet Holmgren is gonna be out for the year. That's unfortunate. Um, but I think they're going to have some other things there. And I, uh, and I think they're still going to be in the battle for the top four seed without question. So I think that's that. Uh, the Houston Rockets are headed 14. A young, growing team. Love Jalen Green. I don't think they're going to be um, too competitive this year. Um, but they're going to be on the lookout for next year as everything can come together for those those Rockets. And then at 15, the Utah Jazz. They've gotten rid of everybody. They got rid of Mitchell. They got rid of Gobert. They traded Bondarovich to Detroit. Uh, they, they, you know, the only people they have there is Jordan Clarkson. I think Jordan Clarkson is going to be gone probably pretty soon as well. Uh, so Denny Ainge is there, and you know he's going to do what he dare, what he did with Boston. You know, and uh, so we're at the uh, wait and see. So I think the U- I think the Utah Jazz will be the fifteenth. They'll be the worst team in the league, and they will definitely be in that spot for. One of those top four picks in the next year's draft. So there you have it. The Western Conference. Now, who's going to play 
in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference in the finals. Well, I got you there right there. Coming up next. All right. So in the Western Conference Finals, I have Golden State Warriors over the LA Clippers, four to three. That'll be a great series. Come down to that game seven. Best two words in sports. Eastern Conference Finals. I got the Sixers going over the Milwaukee Bucks, four to two. Philadelphia makes it to the NBA Finals for the first time in over three decades. The NBA Finals. Golden State over Philadelphia, four to two. Golden State goes back-to-back. -back. The finals MVP, once again, is Stephen Curry. Getting ready to go on God mode for Stephen Murray. Stephen Curry, excuse me. And uh, so there you have it. The Golden State Warriors will be, in my predictions, the 2022-2023 NBA Finals champions. Now to the awards. Okay, so the... War awards and predictions for the 2022-2023 NBA season goes like this. The most improved player goes to last year's rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes, to the Toronto Raptors. I think he's going to make a big jump, but, but like I said, it's not going to be enough to get the Toronto Raptors into the playoffs, but Scotty Barnes is going to become a superstar, I think. The most valuable player goes to Joel Embiid in 76. He finally, finally gets that MVP. He's been wanting the last two years. He finally gets it this year. Sixth man of the year, I've got two picks. I don't know how they're exactly going to do it in Boston. So my first pick would be Malcolm Brogdon of Celtics. If they do have him come off the bench, I think he's going to be a big-time player in Boston. Or if he starts, I think it's going to be Jordan Poole of the Warriors. I think he's going to... Be one of the few guys to average a lot of points. I would not be surprised if he averaged 20 points off the coming off the uh, off the bench for the Warriors. So um, just like just like he did in the uh, in the um, playoffs for the most part. Although he did start some, but uh, when he came off the bench. He was a he was a he filled, he filled up the bucket, and now he's become just as deadly uh, from three pointer as Clay and as and as uh, Steph has. So. Um, so if Malcolm Brogdon does not uh, come off the bench, uh, he, he starts Jordan Poole. But right now, I'm uh, I get Jordan Poole the Celtics. Defensive Player of the Year, I'm gonna say Rudy Gobert, Minnesota. I just I I, I think you gotta go chalk here, and there's this. Uh, and, and even though Marcus Smart won it last year, I think it's gonna this is gonna go back to Minnesota. Rudy Gobert's gonna be blocking shots left and right in Minnesota. Rookie of the year, I'm gonna go Jaden Ivey of the Pistons. I've got the I got the Pistons making it into the um, uh, playing game. I think he's gonna be a big part of that, uh, along with Cade Cunningham. So and uh, all of the other great guys they have there in the front court, um, like Mark, Marvin Bagley the third, and those guys. I think he's gonna be a big help to all of those guys. And the coach of the year, hey, they're the number one seed in the West. Why not? It's Tyron Lue of the uh, LA Clippers. All right, guys. So there you have it. My 2022-23 NBA preview and predictions episode. There you have it. So if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to this, wherever you listen to the podcast, I want to thank you for doing both. And make sure you're here tomorrow for my normal episode of The Game According to Me. 
it will just be on uh, uh, audio form, not a video form. This audio form is where we'll recap the weeks this uh, this past weekend's games on college and pro. We got a big one to talk about about Tennessee and Alabama, and we're gonna also talk about um, what's happening up in next week's games on college and the NFL season. But yes, if you like this, please on YouTube. Post your comments down below. Tell me what you guys think. Let me know what you guys feel about my predictions. What do you guys think? Do you have your own? Post them down in the comment section. Let me know what you are excited about in this 2022-2023 season. And, uh, of course, if you are listening to this, wherever you are listening to this podcast, please share and and, and uh, with all your, uh, all your friends on social media and everything like that. Let them know about this um, podcast. Uh, please, I appreciate it so much if you would do that. All right, guys. Thank you guys again for listening. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. This is your boy, AJ Tripp, signing off. As always, be good to each other, y'all. Be careful out there. And I am out.